0: Last month, I managed to secure over $8,000 in brand collaborations and they were all inbounds, meaning the brands pitched me. Yes, you heard that right. I didn't send out a single pitch. And the best part, at the time, I had under 11,000 on TikTok, under 6,000 on YouTube, and under 1,000 on Instagram. How many times have you poured your heart out into your content, updating your portfolio, sending countless of pitches to hear crickets, maybe gifted lowball offers, it's just not giving what it needs to be giving. In this episode, I'll be revealing the top strategies that caught brands' attention and made them reach out to me directly. You'll discover how small creators like us can score incredible brand deals without the hassle of sending pitches. And for those of you who stay to the end, I'm sharing a game-changing tip that's changed the trajectory of my brand collaboration journey. Let's dive in. At the end of the day, pitching is a numbers game and I do think that there's a place for pitching, but I realized that this cannot be my strategy. Me working with brands could not rely on me pitching consistently because I just, I couldn't do it. I would spend hours crafting the perfect pitch. I found myself resenting the work because it kept me from doing what I loved, which was creating content. So my thought process was, how can I get my content to speak for itself, right? How can I get my content to be the thing that drives brands into my inbox? And that's when I developed the profitable posting method. I'm going to walk you through the entire framework. It will change the way you see your social media strategy. It will change the way you approach brand collaborations. Not only am I receiving inbounds regularly, I'm receiving high ticket inbounds. Inbounds from brands who have budgets. Budgets with good money, honey. Because here's the thing. I go through phases when I want to pitch. For example, the holiday season is coming up, so I do plan on sending out a bunch of pitches to align brands however i that is not going to be my key strategy in booking brand collaborations on a month-to-month basis instead i'm going to focus on profitable posting this does involve a robust pre-production process but the payoff oh the payoff baby is so worth it profitable posting isn't just you know posting and hoping for the best it's a strategic and thought out framework and i boiled it down to an acronym that's really easy to understand. This framework includes all the key strategies that have helped me land brand collaborations as a result of inbounds. Now, the track framework isn't linear, meaning you may need some parts of the framework and other parts you may be able to leave out, depending on where you are at in your content creation journey, your skill set, and the resources that you have access to. So, let's get into it. So, the track framework begins with articulating your unique selling point. This is what makes you stand out, what makes you unique, what will help differentiate you between the next creator, right? Sometimes this could be your creative edge and your creative edge is something that you will determine and dictate after a series of posting content. It's one of those things that it takes time. I was able to develop my creative edge and think through my creative edge, after years of creating content, and my creative edge has shifted a lot over the years. Um, There was a season of time where I focused a lot on collage work that was my creative edge, and I leveraged that for brand collaborations. In this season of life, my creative edge is high quality content that tells stories through transitions. Your creative edge can be a unique selling point, but also think about the target demographic that you currently serve or that you meet. So for example, I am a black woman, I'm a mom, and I'm in an interracial relationship. All of those things make me unique. That could be part of my unique selling point depending on the brands that I'm pitching. So take the time to understand what makes you unique. Is it your perspective? Is it your style? Is it your approach to certain topics? Or maybe it's your creative spin on content like your creative edge last year i hired kelly Rockland from ugc social and she helped me kind of think through what my unique selling point was at the time and i added that into my portfolio the next month i made three thousand dollars because i really leveraged my unique selling point of being a mom so the next phase in the attract framework is to tailor your content strategy your content strategy should be focused on the viewer now i want you to get this is going to sound a little harsh however it's important that you know this It's not about you, never will be about you, never has been about you. Once you start approaching content creation and your content strategy from that lens, your life on social will change. The way you approach content will change. The way that you see your data will change. So the algorithm on all these platforms, they're optimized for the viewer. They're not optimized for the creator, right? They want people to stay on the platform. So is your content interesting to the viewer? Not to you, to the viewer. A tailored content strategy that focuses on the viewer is going to do so much better than a content strategy that where you're just kind of like hopping on trends and just kind of like figuring it out and winging it. And there is a phase for that. I call this a 30-day sprint. It could be a 60-day sprint. It could be a 90-day sprint. And honestly, for me, it did take me two years. However, in December of last year, I was super strategic and I spent 30 days kind of posting content and I finally figured out what y'all loved. I got a lot more clarity around you as the viewer, you as my community member, and this is the difference between having an audience and having a community. So to tell your content strategy, you have to do your research. You have to understand the ins and outs of the viewer, and if you're not sure who your viewer is, think about the folks that you want to attract. Think about the brands you want to work with and the viewers that they're trying to attract. Get inside their heads, and if you're struggling with this research process, I highly recommend the Profitable Posting Masterclass where I dive deep into how to actually do this research and develop a content strategy that not only positions you for more brand collaborations but also positions you to grow and build a lucrative community. So as part of your tailored content strategy, you'll want to include these three content types minimum. So, and I broke it down into another acronym called C. Your girl loves acronyms. I don't know, it really helps me remember things. So S for storytelling. We need storytelling content. This isn't new. If you can tell a story, and incorporate a product into that story, brands will want to hire you. Storytelling content weaves a narrative around your journey, lifestyle, and interests. This is an effective way to create a deeper emotional connection with your audience. Give them a reason to buy. Give them a reason to click. A day in your life vlog or a more complex narrative overcoming, you know, a particular challenge. Recently, I collaborated with Karma Water, and with this content I thought about the concept of you know celebrating my husband's sobriety right and it kind of the timeline worked really well and we wanted to create a storytelling piece of content to position the product as not necessarily a solution to a problem but to sell a vibe and the vibe was we were entering our wellness era as a family you know as part of celebrating my husband's sobriety so that piece of content did really well and it's because you know the video was you know I mean, not to toot my own horn, but the video was on point, honey. The video did really well because we incorporated storytelling elements. For example, if you're a fitness creator, record a Day in the Life mini-vlog with a voiceover that shares your fitness transformation. This could attract sportswear, supplement, self-care, wellness brands. This piece of content tells a compelling story that can be linked back to the use of that specific product. And brands love that. Consumers and viewers love that. My Karma Water video is an example of how I was able to tell a story. So the next type of content is educational content. This is your how-to's, right? This is positioning the product or the service as a solution to a problem that the consumer or the viewer is facing. And brands love this type of content because it positions the product as the thing that they need in order to get the desired outcome. So the next style of content is engagement content this drives buzz this starts conversation so an example would be maybe like a challenge or A. Q&A. the goal of this is to start conversations because comment culture is super important i'll get more into that later on but one way you can do this is by social jacking trends right so uh the t- when taylor swift's album dropped my husband and i recorded a few videos that went viral um as a result of, you know, social jacking, because, you know, Taylor Swift was, uh, I mean, she was on and popping, right? And you can do this too in your industry. Uh, Right now, as I'm recording this, the Barbie movie is coming out. What if you as a creator thought about how you could social jack and incorporate that into your content strategy, creating and developing some sort of engagement style content, utilizing a product or service? So now a brand sees that not only can she create engaging content, start a conversation around something that's relevant, but also they know how to sell a product. This could also be polarizing content, right? If you have a specific stance on something, think about something that's super polarizing in your current community, talk about it. That definitely will drive engagement and start conversations. The next step in the framework is thought leadership through series. So here, this is where you're going to position yourself as an authority in your space. It starts with purposeful planning. You need to make sure you understand the needs, the interests, the wants, the desires, the pain points of your target demographic or the target demographic of the brands that you want to attract, right? You really have to get clarity around that. Otherwise, it will be difficult to find and develop a thought leadership series that actually hits. So after you've done your purposeful planning, you'll think about the series format that makes the most sense. This could be a TikTok Live or Instagram Live, YouTube maybe a seasonal podcast, or maybe this is just content that you have that lives on your TikTok page and you create a collection once you hit 10,000. So as part of your planning process, this is where you're gonna strategically integrate brand content and brand products, right? So I just had a one-on-one with a client uh, in the fitness niche, and we walked through five different series that she can implement. Now she can implement them all at once. She might, uh, as part of her content strategy, to see what actually is relevant and sticks to her audience while she did the research and has an idea that these are things that her community is looking for, questions um, that her community actually has, and she's going to be answering those questions through these series, maybe, depending on timing, one series might perform better than the other. So we're going to, as part of her 30-day sprint, she's going to test out these three uh, to five different series to see what hits, what connects, and what makes the most sense. So for an example, a creator in the sustainable living niche might create a monthly series called eco-friendly living hacks where they introduce and review and demonstrate products from very sustainable brands. That right there is going to get the attention of a brand in any of those industries. This allows the creator to not only position them as a thought leader in this space, but it's also a way for her to continue to deliver valuable content and resources to her community. So the next step in this framework is reaffirm. You are going to reaffirm to brands that you are the creator of their dreams, that you are the one that they've been looking for. And you're going to do this by the passive pitch. Now, it's not like your traditional pitch, of course. However, what you're going to do is you're going to tag brands as you're creating and developing these pieces of content and posting them. You're going to tag brands and reaffirm that, hey, hi, hello, I'm here. I'm the creator of your dreams. You should hire me passive pitch is done through authentic engagement. So you're also going to engage with the brands when you know you're posting the strategic style of content. You'll comment on their posts. You'll do your typical engagement strategy, but it's going to be focused around the brand and you don't need to spend a whole lot of time doing this. Um, it's easy as commenting on their post, responding to their stories, and you're doing this strategically. You're reaffirming to them that you are the one that they should hire. The next part of this framework is algorithms and SEO. We need to, one, make sure we understand all of the algorithms at play. Now, you don't need to know the nitty gritty, but the most important thing is to understand that it's all about the viewer at the end of the day. And in terms of SEO, please, for the love, for the love, utilize keywords in your content strategy. You must understand what's at work what's at play as it relates to getting your content in front of brands and that is algorithms seo and your analytics so it's really important that you get clarity on your data so i promise you a game-changing weapon and here it is talk audit i love this tool i use it when review in client tiktok accounts but i also use it for my own market research as well as when i'm doing research when i'm working with brands right you can use this tool to take a look at the top forming pieces of content and double doubt on what's actually working. By utilizing analytics, tools, and insights, you can gain a deep understanding of what resonates with your audience. It can also help you identify high-performing content and refine your approach to maximizing engagement and visibility. So the next part of this framework is comment culture contribution. So comment culture is huge on TikTok. You know, when you're scrolling through videos and you see like maybe uh, a video that's doing really well, typically the first thing that you do, even if it's not doing well, the first thing that you do is what? Click on the comments and read what's going on, right? If you can be a part of the conversation, this will help get more eyes on your account. So what I mean by this is I want you to go into TikTok, type in your niche. So if it's wellness, if it's beauty, type that in, type in ad, then sort the post by the most recent and take a look at some of the sponsored posts in your space and start engaging with those sponsored posts. You're going to provide some thought provoking or supportive, constructive comment and that will get the attention of the brand potentially, but also potentially other brands as well, right? Give brands a reason to send you an inbound. The reason why we're going to do this with sponsored posts is because brands are already gonna be looking at this piece of content. So add value, add to the conversation, give them a reason to send you a pitch and the last step in this phase is tapping into visibility and networking so this can look like you hopping on a live with somebody who's in your space you never know who's watching your live so if you don't have live yet then your goal is definitely to get to your first 1000 so that way you can utilize live to your best of your ability so another way that you can do this is by being a guest on someone's podcast right so obviously you want to make sure you have something to offer. So for example, I hopped on a podcast episode with Kristen, one of my mentors, and did that necessarily put me on the map, so to speak? No. If you want to get to a certain level, make sure that you surround yourself with people who are at that level and beyond, right? Getting interviewed by other creators or other folks in your space is so important, helps build your personal brand, and it's definitely a great way to connect with folks you never knew could potentially be listening, right? So think of enhancing your visibility as turning up the intensity of a lighthouse beam in the vast ocean of social media, right? The stronger and more far-reaching your light, the greater chance of catching the attention of brands that are navigating these waters, right? So your beacon piques their interest. They'll be more compelled to explore, examine your portfolio, and dive into the content. And if they recognize a connection point, a resonance between their brand narrative in your content ethos man they're more likely to sail towards you and start a conversation that can turn into your dream collaboration so it's your job to turn on that light now with an influx of potential collaborations you might run into a problem where you're not quite sure how to negotiate how to price yourself accordingly in a way that really reflects your value And that's what the next episode is all about. I've linked it in the show notes for you and you can also watch it here. Subscribe if you found this helpful, share with your friends, leave a comment. And as I'm growing and developing this community, this space, I really appreciate your feedback. It's very helpful for me as a content creator who wants to iterate and just create the best content for you. So thank you for joining another episode of The Influential Creator with Charlene Zair. I'll see you next time.